0: Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast. My my students seem like they've, they all but like, I mean, they wear the masks, but I mean, yesterday I had uh, two classes, each one booked at 25 students. One class had 24. The other one had 21 uh, and in the room. I have them sitting a desk apart, mm-hmm. but it's so loud and we're doing discussions that they're just, they're, they're practically sitting on the same chair in the middle. <laughs> you know, they just, <laughs> they squish into each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. They're leaning over and, and you
1: there, there's no, you know, plastic shields between the students and yeah. there's just
0: like, you know, some hand sanitizer that no one seems to ever touch, but, uh. Yeah, I noticed oh, my hand sanitizer has like, you know, the uh, little boogers at the end.
1: Yeah yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's actually you... starting to, it's taking on a patina. I could see it from the from the lectern. I looked over, it's like it's orange. Fascinating.
1: <laughs> I, whenever that happens, it's so funny when you, when you just punch it and then it just, it just goes left and right. Yeah, it goes right it doesn't go down. So just, yeah, it just goes right on yeah. your shirt or something. Um, Yeah, it's funny. I, it, I mean, I, I guess this is maybe we're we're doing a a, a partial COVID
0: episode today. I, I suppose um, may, maybe a. a, well, a I thought of, we could talk a little bit about our students and like, you know, coming back to campus because that's. Yeah. I mean, for the listeners, they know that all three of us um, teach at a university. We're all associate professors at the same university, and we've talked in previous episodes. People that have like followed the podcast, you know, that we have uh, taught online like a lot of teachers have um we did a full two years mm-hmm. and so jack kevin i we just came back we just came back we're in the was it the fourth week of teaching yeah. live yeah. first time Sounds in right. two years man it's it's like uh
1: i mean the muscle memory you know like it the atrophy of, of the
0: just oh, just yeah. speaking you know like just
1: just projecting your my, voice. My
0: voice was wrecked after the first couple of days. <laughs> yeah, Kev, talk about that. Okay. Talk about talk about your voice because I had that too.
1: Were you like all raspy? Basically, the like. It was just it was just
2: sore. But I my my wife bought a bunch of uh of uh, 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 pear extract kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. we've got some some honey propolis spray that I, I I keep going, and I just basically survive on that.
0: So, How does that does that work yeah. for you?
2: The, the propolis spray is fantastic
0: oh damn I should get some I get like man it's not like a sore do you get this like it's not so much a sore throat it's like um it feels higher in my throat and when I come come home or like by, by my last period um when I try to talk I feel like <sighs> like I have to cough Do you get this mm
2: yeah we we started my wife started buying the the propolis spray when we would travel because you can buy it cheap in the 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 duty-free um but now we haven't traveled so she's just buying it at normal price um Mm -hmm. but yeah this stuff is amazing when my throat is just a little bit weird i just a couple sprays of that it feels like i'm doing like a breath spray but it's it's just for the honey and yeah it really gets in there and coats really well highly recommended. I
1: I I've, I've got a spray of oh. like uh I just put mouthwash in a little spray bottle and I just spray because when you talk into a mask for like an hour and you got a dry mm. mouth it's just I know my breath is just
2: nasty. Like I Have you tried that a, th- those clear masks yeah. that they gave us on campus? Mm. Oh no, I haven't actually. So I actually, I actually bought those clear masks before going into campus. I was like, I'm going to be the clear mask guy, even before they gave us any. And then they were like, we're going to give you some. I was like, I just wasted 10 Uh. bucks. And I mean, it's it's fine to have extra. I I don't, it's not a bad thing. But I, so I've been, I tried those for a few days. They kind of suck. I mean, they're, they're good for what their design, their purpose is, which is, you know, lip reading—that's what they yeah. say on the thing. Okay, so like, you're you talking—he's people...
0: not, he's not talking about like a face shield like you see in the right. states. He's talking no, about is... like paper—I don't know. <laughs> these are even America—they're—they're they're paper masks, but where your mouth is, it's a clear window. I'm sure they exist in the states as well.
2: I mean, yeah. it's for—it's for lip reading, right? Is is the main reason? And I mean, that's one one population of people that have suffered during the pandemic is—is is, you know, hearing impaired people, of course. Mm. So it's for for them, and so I wanted to. Because, I mean, you guys know teaching or well, just communication in general is, you know, facial expressions is, is so important. And I know I'm learning how to smile with my eyes, but it's just not the same. I wanted my students to be able to see me and to be able to read my lips because it does help with, with pronunciation. So I tried the plastic masks, the, the clear plastic mask, and they do what they're supposed to do. The students can see me, of course, but um, they are terrible for everything else so because there's a big plastic shield basically right in front of my mouth it blocks uh sound so i sound muffled oh, more yeah. than i do when i have that it's not too bad i'm still pretty good at, at you know projecting something that just well we established
1: that uh, we're all loud last episode yeah, we, i we think have so about that. <laughs> yeah
2: um so i still just have to project but it sounds different i don't know how much it sounds different to them but it, i can hear the difference when i when I switch masks. But then also another really big problem is when you're when you're talking, you're also breathing a lot more heavily than than if you're just mm-hmm. you know, hanging out at your desk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right now I'm just taking a big breath. Right. To to because I because I talk a lot and when you have to take a big breath through these masks, you're no longer breathing through an entire mask, which is you know, a filter where you can breathe through the entire thing. You can only breathe through the top and bottom yeah the middle is like suck
1: into your face like it It does a little uh, bit
2: so what what i've had to do is i actually it's been weird it's a it's a weird muscle memory transition instead of talking 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 and then breathing in through my mouth which will pull the plastic into my face Mm -hmm. i talk 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 breathe into my nose because my nose is closer to the little top part of the the filter part so you have to, you have to nose breathe in and then start talking
0: out again. So all your free so, diving experiences coming into play here. This is like breathing <laughs> exercises. <laughs> yeah. Hold your
1: breath for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. and Fortunately, 10 I'm, minutes.
2: I know how to be out of breath. Yeah. It doesn't affect me as much. I don't, I don't panic. I'm just like, okay, I'm out of breath for a second. I can calm down, take a breath. And I'm, I, I'm okay, I do but...
1: get that panicky feeling sometimes when I, when I wear certain masks, like there, some of them are thicker and mm. the one I like to just thin. I I like the black one because you look like a ninja a little bit. So I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, it's kind of cool.
0: Black all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Black mask. I've just yeah.
1: yeah, Just continue that for for indefinitely. But uh, yeah, I put a different mask on and I just like like you said, you I had the same problem you had where I'm just I'm kind of like gasping for air to Mm -hmm. like keep teaching. And all of a sudden I start feeling lightheaded, you know, because it's like I'm not I'm not getting. The oxygen that You're I'm getting the
0: used oxygen used to I like yeah. I like the there's a, a black mask that I just found I didn't know there was size differences I mean I've just we had a, a ton here at the house for unrelated reason just overstock of masks um and so I just was I always just had free ones here I just take them and so recently I ran out and I found out there's large and large size yeah.
1: so yeah. There's
0: a black one that's, I mean, you look kind of like, you know, plague doctor, you know, it's like, it's
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah. Quite, oh, how great large. would that um, mask be? If you show up for class with oh, that dude. one, you know, the gonzo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> black cape as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the cane. Um, yeah. But it's, I really like it because the, I don't like things like touching my, a small amount touching my face feels better and just like rubs my nose. My nose turns red So yeah, it's like, it just, it rides up here, but it gives a big volume of air in Mm -hmm. inside. So that one kind of works for me. I don't know. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Something that I noticed about the, you know, being, you know, online for two years, this, this really strange thing happened. Like we uh, you know, my wife and my, my daughter wanted to go to a buffet. Um, It's called Ashley. I don't know if you guys have heard of that before. It's this restaurant. I've definitely it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was, as, as soon as I try to lose weight, like the very next day, somebody goes, hey, let's go to a buffet, you know, it's like, it's just like God testing me and I fail every time, you know? And so we went there and this is the weird thing. It was like, they had a, uh, an automated, like a robot bus boy. And I swear to God, cool. like you press a button on your table and this robot like navigates the tables comes over to your table and you just dump your plate inside this basket and then you press a button and the robot leaves and it goes back to its like charging station and then the next table and i'm like what did i fall into a coma for like 10 years you know what I mean like I felt like I woke up in the future and future's was like, now man yeah it's like where what what happened like when did when was this a thing you know like I yeah. I've been mean, this this is sci-fi you know um and I've also noticed in my classroom everybody's got you know like a fancy tablet no one's using oh yeah anymore you know what yeah I mean? my,
0: my Saturday sections I was I think I was saying this to Kev um I think one half minimum one half have a uh, really nice they're they're not using notebooks everything's with like the the you know apple pencil and ipads or the equivalent um samsung gear or whatever um yeah that just like happened i mean yeah. i swear i've had, I've had I mean, a bunch I of students because can... I, I still give them papers
2: sometime like you need to write <laughs> something down and and half of the students that i suddenly hand them a paper and I'm like you need to write
0: something they're just like shit and they turn to their friend like you got a pencil like, they're not even packing pencils I and know. pens. Yeah, exactly, is- exactly. Or, or if you give them something they need to, like, write on. I have this, yesterday this happened. I, I passed out papers for everybody. What do you hear? Instantly you hear, click, 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 click. Everybody's taking a picture of it, opening it on their tablet, and then writing on it. You know?
1: Yes. You know, I stopped, I stopped doing paper. I've uh, I've started uploading uh, documents and I just tell the students, I go, pull it up, uh, pull the PDF up on your phone. And so right. do in, class, of, in class, you have them pull it up. Yep. Oh. I tell them on your phone. I also said, you don't have to buy the book. You can buy the ebook and you can, you can mm. use the book on your phone now. So you, you don't, I, I, I do tell them to bring notebook paper because sometimes we'll do, you know, writing the answers down or something, I'll have them write it on a piece of paper. But I'm I'm going paperless now because I if I, I used to photocopy, I used to, you know, probably kill like a entire, you know, Redwood every semester. Um, I, I don't do I'm, I'm going paperless now. I'm just going to lean into this. Yeah. whole. Tablet. I do a lot
2: more after being online, but there are there's still some things it's like today is, you know, there's a small paper thing that we need to do. So I haven't completely gone paperless, but there's a lot that I've started doing online. I've just gotten used to working online now that it feels like it's it's comfortable it's Mm -hmm. not so bad
0: yeah it's i felt like after you know two years of being online i've got my methods um zoom i never really enjoyed it the way i enjoy a class and i kind of knew that would be the case because i like being with people physically you know like metaverse is not going to work for me um and students just well, maybe, don't it will. maybe it will they, they don't, don't answer in the metaverse same Metaverse
1: might but yeah. zoom is 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 awful uh, actually actually awful. metaverse
0: metaverse could work in the way that zoom doesn't the, the biggest problem and i mentioned this i think before we went back to class but now having gone back for four weeks i am absolutely certain as a teacher of communications someone that needs to be interacting with an audience um, any public speaker if you need to be working with the audience what's missing on Zoom is not the fact that people aren't wearing pants. It's not the fact that people <laughs> are like, able to like, you know, turn off their camera and zone out. There's always annoying things. People talk about that. That's what's bad about Zoom, right? You know, especially as a teacher, like the student, uh, you know, kind of like cheating, right? You know, skating along, trying to, you know, uh, not participate and things like this. Yeah, 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 that's a headache. But the real problem is the inability to look at someone like right now, Jack, I'm looking Mm -hmm. at you. Mm -hmm. Okay. you're not. Kevin has no freaking idea where I'm looking. Right. And Kevin doesn't feel that I'm looking at you in a classroom with 20 people. You can give your attention to somebody. The whole room goes and they focus on that interaction. Now they're watching that interaction that does not exist on zoom. And it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even just say it kneecaps a communications course. It cancels it. Like, mm-hmm. otherwise what you can do is basic, like listening and speaking like one-on-one, do little breakout rooms and stuff. But like what Kev was saying with um, <clears throat> the, so much of your emotion is in your face and you're losing that when you put a mask on, sure, you're losing that in the classroom, but I think it's a bigger loss not to be able to have that personal interaction. So for example, in the classroom, what I did in the last week uh, I addressed the issue of masks and um, emotion. So I have this little lecture that I do on um, like body language and intonation. And we look at the melody of language and facial expression. And so I went over the facial expression stuff first because that's hilarious because we're all wearing masks. So I did a little, little game I'm like, guess who's smiling right now? You know, we did like this. Okay. All right. Now I want like, you know, you be angry or happy, make a face. And then we like, all try to guess, you know, and we just crack up. Cause it you know, you can almost tell because the eyes, you know, the smile, yeah, because you,
1: know? you smile with your eyes,
0: you know, yeah, you can,
1: uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you kind of get her the eyebrows go down, and you're like, hmm, I'm yeah. not sure, is he concentrating or is he pissed off? <laughs> so, like, we played with that, but then, um, I found uh, a way to still address that subject by working with, um, like emotional language. So we work on scripts, like, you know, emotional dialogues. The that exercise. So the students have to first read um, a dialogue with each other and then, you know, they practice it. Then I have a couple of them do it publicly in front of everybody. And I'm like, okay, now we're going to practice. And I want you to try to emphasize the important parts of the sentences. So try to make it dynamic. And um, it's a crack up, but it's, it's fun. And like, that's something that I really couldn't do on zoom because I can't get the group focused onto a couple and they need that focus. They need the attention. And the audience also needs to be able to focus on them to be able to, you know, I don't know. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like group yeah. focus is possible. Yeah. In Zoom.
1: Well, I think it's the same. The same dynamic exists. If, like, it's why there's no Zoom stand up comedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because, you know, you're in a classroom of 20 people. When you're in the classroom and you're doing something, and one person sticks their head up and starts looking around, you can address the situation, get them back on, on task. And you can't do that in Zoom because everybody yeah. is like basically doing something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all looking at their phones and they're all, you know, they're, half of the people are engaged, half aren't. I mean, yeah. there's, just, there's something about, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think there is something about being trapped in that classroom together mm-hmm. that that does allow learning, like is, is, a, is at least in, in so far as the, the, best, the best way of learning that I've, that I can figure out as a teacher. You know, there's people smarter than me might find better ways to do it, but I, I find a, a quiet room with no distractions and where we can focus on and I can I can lead these people, you know, these students through some kind of task is better than everybody just being in their own bedroom and I can only see a little fraction of the, yeah, of the you screen. Can
0: also, you can also jump in too. like, okay, imagine this during a class, you've got students doing a comprehension exercise or something It's like listening and reading and then they got to answer some questions, right? So uh, you give them some time to go over the questions and then you're just, this is like, you know, basic book exercise and you're like, okay, um, Eugene, what is uh, number five, please read the sentence. And she freezes. Right. Okay. She obviously doesn't have the answer. What can you do? You can be like, Oh, you didn't, you were not ready. That's okay. It's okay. And then you go to the next student. Right. Mm -hmm. But maybe the student's been struggling for a while and you know this, right. And you don't want to, you don't want the student to feel bad. There's no reason that's not going to help anything. And it's an opportunity to, you know, a little bit of a, what do you call that? Uh, Like rapport with the, with the class, Like, hey, we're going to, we're going to stop and make sure Eugene's got this figured out. I can just walk off the stage I walk up to her desk, go over her shoulder, but do you see, okay, it's in the second paragraph. Just check that out. Okay. Now, what do you think? You know, right. I can't, you're going to do that on zoom. You're not going to get close to that. No,
1: you're, awesome. you're not going to have any idea where they're stuck. You're just going to, you're just going to basically say like, uh, c- see you later. <laughs> We're moving yeah. on to the next person. Like <laughs> somebody help, help this person out. Um, by just giving the answer, but not by addressing the the issue, like why? Yeah, just put the channel the move on.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And so yeah. think of the emotional
0: experience that's for the students that are watching that uh, versus on Zoom. You know, and just flipping and being like, "All right, oh, you didn't get it. Piss off." Or you know what the like learning opportunity there was there, the teachable moment for for Eugene. Okay, that's gone. You know, um, and then what are you doing otherwise? You're just being a freaking robot like why are, why are you even dealing with a teacher just download the book and do the audio exercises.
1: You know? let, let me ask you guys a question like do you, I find that in in a face-to-face class it's much easier to get like a laugh out of the class. Do you know what I mean? Like you can you really yeah. do have you, sure. I don't know there's just like we 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 just have we're having such a good time in some not 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 in all the classes i mean you 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 struggle with some you know groups group dynamics are different but i just found the just being back uh face to face and being able to kind of uh i don't know just like just the way we're laughing and and socializing it made me really rethink what i what i what i thought about zoom because i i was i was kind of pro zoom i'm like this is They've really, they've, we've we've solved the issue. Like we don't need to commute anymore. You know, like we. But mm. it's once I I went back in the classroom, I just I realized, oh wow, there are huge deficiencies deficiencies. And I think you know what we just talked about. But uh,
0: yeah, we could also talk about the advantages of of being online too, though. Like <clears throat> aside from just no commute, I do like that. I did a lot of pre-recorded video. Um, mostly for my my two years my four semesters mm-hmm. I really like that mm-hmm. I like that it's extremely simple to tell a student when a students like hey what did I miss it's like why asking me just go take the class right now um, that type of flexibility I think is much more conducive to modern life where People have a lot of stuff going on. I don't know if adding that type of flexibility adds to complications in people's life, just like, you know, now we have uh, you know, cell phones with notifications that blow us up every, you know, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. But in that, you know, you can say good or bad, it's good, we're more connected, but you know, we're constantly being, you know, bombarded and distracted and disorganized because of that. But I would say for my experience in two years, I had a much easier time with directing students because all my assignments are online everything is organized in an outline it's everything's codified and they can just click and go i love that Mm -hmm. so so that worked for me
1: do you guys still post your videos lectures right now like even though we're we're back in the classroom like i've been i have i i've been uploading my video lectures that i recorded uh, over the last couple years
0: oh sorry sorry from before, um, I thought you had a camera in the classroom.
1: No, no, no. Um, I, from before, like uh, when we were online and I created videos, I've, like you said, I've been uploading those videos now so that students who are absent can just go and watch the, so basically you can, you can watch it live, you can go to the class, you can attend class, or if you miss that class, you can watch that lecture on, online. And I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to do that for the rest of my career. Is that I'm I'm you know I'm gonna always have a a video lecture version of my real time lectures that students can go back and watch it again if they didn't if they miss something like that's a great mm-hmm. asset. And I had I'd I never it doesn't really
2: work it. for me. I, I one I all of my videos I recorded new videos every semester, mm-hmm. so I didn't i didn't even keep my my videos from last semester but a lot of my le- a lot of my lesson plans are not lectures you okay. know it's a group speaking activity or something like that and so oh, right, there's nothing right. i can upload right it's like what did we miss yesterday it's like we missed you know all talking like we we did this game about you know planning that uh, perfect travel around the world like where do you want to travel like, there's nothing that they can watch to, to yeah. learn from that that was you they're had not be get to get
1: anything from that
0: you, yeah. they're, unless they're actually experience it's experiencing it they're i'm kind of doing a lean. hybrid i'm doing a kind of a hybrid of the two of, of what you're doing like i'm my lessons kevin knows like we have i think really similar classrooms so it's a very live speaking class i absolutely do not allow students to take anything online so I bas- I tell them you lose, like if, you, if you're not in class because you're lazy or because you have COVID, it's the same result, no credit. There's, there's uh, that's the deal I make with my students this semester. I say, there's no homework this semester. When you leave this room, you have zero responsibility. You don't need to read anything. You don't need to do anything. But on the flip side, you can't make any points out there. You gotta come here. And so the way it works is every day they, I tell them you get five participation points. It's, they understand it's kind of a game. Like if you come, you have your points, don't worry about it. If you're one minute late, you have four points. And if you miss a class, you have zero. If you want your points back, come back to class the next time. And I've noted that you're missing points. During the class, I will create opportunities for you to reclaim your points. So during the class, I'll say, hey, I need a volunteer. Volunteers get plus two. Yeah. If you raise your hand and like five people raise their hand and one of them is you, I'm picking you because you're missing points. But if you don't raise your hand, you don't come to class, you're going to bury yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe that's not the coolest thing to be doing. Like I talked to one of our coworkers just yesterday in the office, and he's like, Yeah, man, that's a great, that's a, a smart policy. He's like, Yeah, it's a good idea. But during COVID, is that really cool? You know, it's like you're forcing people into the classroom when they don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I just so then I applied, um, I had prior applied one of Kevin's ideas, which is all right, everybody's getting three free days. So you can't stack points in my system. You can't like save up points from class and then cash them in and take off. No final exam. It doesn't work that way. I got 10 tokens. Yeah. Yeah. But I did give, I did give from the beginning, um, 15 plus. So everybody's got three days worth of points um, Mm -hmm. that's uh, in the bank that they can spend down. But back to what I was saying about the hybrid. So I'm doing uh, like Kev, my classroom is a very live thing. Mm -hmm. There's not, like nothing that's really going to be parallel to what I did during the last two years on a, on a day-to-day weekly basis. However, I'm, I am uploading certain things like, um, I have three major lectures during the semester for this course. And, uh, one of them split over two days. So it's really four, uh, lectures and all of those are identical for like the last eight years. Mm -hmm. So I was using during my recorded sessions during the last two years, I would, I think it was like after the second semester, I just uh, cut that out and pasted it into the following semesters because it was just the same. And um, you know, why perform it again? Um, So yeah, I just did the first one last week, Monday. And so I'll put that online just because if they could wanna review it. But I'm not letting students take any class online for for now anyway. We'll see what happens with the next plague. Yeah, right. I
1: mean, uh, that's interesting because I I think it kind of comes down to like what kind of textbook you're using too. I think um, the way that our our textbook is a little bit more traditional. So you learn a, a kind of a grammar point. So it'd be like present simple tense and then the present continuous tense, and then simple past, and then uh, past continuous. And so it goes through all these different uh, verb tenses. So I'll have a video lecture for each um, part of the book that is just introducing the grammar form. Um, but I, I won't put any like activities or anything. It's just kind of a lecture of on, you know, like, here's the present continuous tense. Let's, you know, go through the book. You you know so it's very much like uh, it's very book based, but it's only probably twenty or twenty five minutes each. They're they're short little little lectures. The other part of the class is probably that's where all the that's where all the juice is, right? It's in the group activity. It's in the the pair work. It's in the presentation or whatever you're 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 doing that day. That's where I think you can't. That's what the online can't do, you know is they just cannot give you the opportunity to use the language creatively. And and that's, I mean, that's what we're paid for.
2: I mean, you know, we're not here to teach grammar. You know, I don't think- One thing that know, I did online that I think worked kind of well, um, and it was, it, it made things a little easier for me and, and I, in some ways, but I would do the same for the, depending on the class that I had, I would upload a similar video for like grammar or book day or whatever the topic was. But every week during online, every week, the students had to meet with their groups via zoom. You know, everyone was doing zoom, but every week the students had to meet with their group for 15 minutes and talk about a topic that I would give them and talk in English for 15 minutes. And I'd upload the video to me every week. Hmm. Okay. And so that was how I would able to get the students speaking every week. And because in a zoom class, they don't do it and upload a video. Of course they don't do it, but every week it was required your group. Here's your topic for this week. Here's your topic for next week. And like, and actually I used it, I I, I got, this was really fun for me. And I think it helped me connect with my students as well. Because one thing that I love about class and that I'm happy to be back with is I just like bullshitting with students. Like I feel Mm -hmm. young because I'm hanging out with young people. Right. And I like to be able to just talk to them about whatever they're talking about, like what music you're listening to, what TV shows you're watching, whatever it is. And I like to tell them my bullshit stories as well. I mean, that's part of being a teacher is you guys probably as much as I do. You like hearing yourself talk. That's why we have a podcast. We have
1: a it's it is narcissistic. It's like to to, to some extent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what I did every week was I'd be like, okay, you know, today we're talking about jobs. This is our job chapter. Right. And I would do my basic bullshit lecture of the, you know, going through the grammar, going through the book and all of that. And I'd be like, OK, now that's no, done. That's that's one video. The next video would be like, OK, today, this week, rather this week, I want you all to talk about jobs, talk about your, your part time jobs that you've had or whatever. And I would give them a bunch of questions, like very specific things, like talk about these things for the next 15 minutes. But then I would tell them my story. I'd well, be like, OK, I want you to all talk about your first part time job. By the way, since we don't get to be together, let me tell you something about myself. My first part-time job was I worked at blah, 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 and I I gave them my story. And so I got to share who I was with my students every week, even though I wasn't talking with them, I was talking at them. Mm -hmm. It was a way that I felt I could in some way share my personality, share me with them in the online situation. And then they would talk about it and then they would upload it to me. So I did that every week during... During COVID. It's during actually, COVID.
1: it has a, a kind of a dual benefit too, because not only are you sharing, uh, you know, uh, personal information about yourself to, to get to know them better, but you're also modeling the response so that they can, they have a template now
2: for which mm-hmm. they can, you know, create their own responses. And that's what really I did also important. tell them, I was like, please don't just talk to each other about your answer. Please have a conversation about your answer. But I, what I tell right. my
0: students to but, like yeah. have, at that point right there, what I've uh, kind of defaulted to telling my students um, recently, like last winter, I did live semester and now this semester, um, I noticed it last winter. Um, I had a very small group, just nine students, which was that's, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. And it came every day. So it's an odd number. So for pair discussion, I get to jump in and rotate with, with the discussions, which is really mm-hmm. nice. But I noticed, um, you know, they'll default to that if you like, uh, okay. So today we're going to talk about foods and I made a bunch of questions for you. So here, check out the questions. We're going to do a three minute conversation. and we're going to change partners. Okay. So just keep our blood flowing. Let's do this. And one, one person asked like the first question on the list, what's your favorite food? Duk-boki. Okay.
2: Yeah. Next
0: question. Um, and it's like, no, 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 everybody stop. Okay, the, what we're trying to do, and instead of saying like what you said, Kev, like make a conversation, that's usually how I'd phrase it to the students. But now I found a way to explain it that gets better results. I, before we start the conversation, I say, look, the purpose of this conversation is to make you create language. So we do the first, what's the first conversation they always have is their personal introduction. So I base it on this. It's always the second The second conversation we have is where I introduce this idea. So the first conversation, I let them do their basic introduction. I say, okay, that was pretty easy because you prepared that information. Like I point to one of the students, I say, if I ask him, where is he from? What's his hometown? He's not going to hesitate. He's not going to, he's going to answer directly. If I say, what is your hobby? He's going to answer directly. So that's not hard. That's prepared information. I want you to use the other part of your brain. And the way we're going to do this is when you ask your friend a question, like, what's your favorite food? When they answer, dokboki, you have a job. Your job is to pull information out of them, make them talk about their answer. So if they say dokboki, say, where is the best dokboki? Do you know how to make it? If they say they know how to make it, when did you learn how to make it? Try to get them to create language. They will do the same for you. And this way you will have to create, improvise, make language. They get this concept readily and because it's fun, it's really fun for students because they get to fuck with each other. They love it. They get, they have the opportunity to kind of punish their friend by doing, you know, the four-year-old thing. You know, why, 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 <laughs> why? And so they really dig into it. So it forces, it's, it's, a, it's a really easy feedback loop. Um, it's been working fantastic this semester. So I suggest doing that. Like take the extra two minutes and explain at length. Be like, the reason you're doing this is we're gonna try to make your friend create and they'll crack up. Yeah, so fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's always especially when you're doing those kinds of activities where you start with like a yes no question or something, you know. Yeah. And then and then I always I always uh in a lot of the activities that I use, I say well, now you have to follow up with a wh question, you know. Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't matter which one it is, but you you can't just leave it we're we're not just going to be doing this yes no thing <laughs> all day long, you know. Um it's it's not going to that's not going to help you improve. Like it's exactly like what you're
0: talking about. Um, yeah. The modeling thing I think is really essential to like, even if I have an even number of students, like my last class yesterday, I had um, uh, 24 students. So they're all paired off. I'll just take a desk and um, kind of lean, you know, behind and just join the conversation because even if I'm not contributing a lot, the immersion learning a big benefit of it is that you're modeling and it just gives them a, a, I think the human brain just picks up on it so quickly. Well,
1: that's, that's why I think the, the definition of a teacher is the old definition. The traditional definition is we're um, you know, the philosopher Kings and we will, you know, impart our wisdom you know in a unidirectional manner to these, young neophytes that don't know anything you know so i will i will ge- i will transfer this this information to you you know and it's like it's, yeah. we, we know that's it's bull crap. it doesn't work that way at all a, a good teacher is a facilitator of learning experiences now the problem with that is that sometimes you can lead, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink right So, you know, you've, you've created this situation, these, you facilitate this learning experience and you're going to still have recalcitrant people, you know, students who are just like, I don't want to do this, you know, and uh, we've talked about this before where I think we, you know, I mentioned that I tell my students straight away. I'm like, if you just surrender to the groove, man, like just, (laughs) just, just, just just join the party. You're going to have so much more fun in this class and it's going to flow like water, you know? Um, mm-hmm. if you give me resistance, um, you will have to go back to that more traditional approach, you know, where it's just like, all right, everybody grab your pencil, open your book, uh, you know, put your head down and, and write some sentences, but I don't want to have to re- retreat into that. You know, I want to, I want to facilitate a learning experience that's fun and enjoyable, even regardless of what your level is, because I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not like, I'm not jumping around um looking at weaker students and and taking points away because they're making grammar mistakes during discussions oh. Oh i'm like no. i'm looking at not. it i'm looking at it in a holistic way Is like did i understand what you're saying like are you are you communicating or is there so much interference there's so many grammatical problems that now i can't understand you that's a that's <laughs> problematic so we have to fix that but it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a it's it's a it's 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 a carrot not a stick situation in my classroom and i think um and i think you guys are probably agree with me you know yeah
0: i think i think i mean a lot of listeners are like yeah this is a no-brainer this sounds like you know best practices out right out of the bag but the the trick is um well the trick is what is the trick like how do you make these sort of things happen i think having again not to pat our own backs but having a decade of experience teaching you figure a lot of things out on the fly like Uh, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, like I have uh, students giving, you know, self introductions. I make them do cross introductions. Ultimately they have to introduce their friend to the group. So they stand up It's the first time using the voice in the class. So they're nervous. Um, They have to stand up and say, this is my friend. uh, I just met, this is their name. These are their hobbies. This is what they do, blah, blah, blah. Um, Inevitably, there's always a student, many students who have pronoun problems in that exercise which is totally understandable being that we're in Korea and we're teaching English. And there are so, no pronouns in Korean. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass here. It's a, so it's a
1: pro yeah. drop, uh, language, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: it's just, it, it's a kind of eternal problem. So what do you have? You'll have st- absolutely students will making mistakes, but I, I will guarantee you every class next time you do this, because I think both you guys do some type of introductions like this, have them do cross introductions. They're introducing their friend of course, half the room is going to be making pronoun problems, mistakes, you will see a good portion of them are self-correcting, okay? You know, they'll be like, he, ah, she, you know, like this kind of thing, note ninety-five percent. Note one or two of them that seems to be doing it the most, uh, try to isolate, you know, think of the student that appears to be, and it's your first time seeing them, but try to imagine like which one of these, like seems like they can like be in the spotlight, you know, so you're not picking on on, uh, somebody. And when they finish i use that as a moment to show students look what you what we want to be doing in this class is immersing ourselves in practicing speaking we will learn some grammar here it's a little part of the class you will learn some vocabulary it's a little part of the class but mostly we want to create an opportunity to practice speaking because look at these problems and then i sing- single out the students say look you heard that introduction because usually the he, she thing also gets a lot of laughs. It's noticeable, right? Cause it's a gender thing. So he's like, Oh, he called her a dude, you know, uh, or vice versa. Right. So yeah. it's, 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 mem- it's in their memory. So it's in their memory. So you're like, yeah. So did you notice? And they all kind of laugh again. They remember, yeah, 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 yeah. But check it out. You know why that problem happens. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they all know. They all have the same damn problem. Even if they're good at it, they're still, they remember sucking at it. And it's like, but look what she did. Look what he did. They were self-correcting the whole way. They know what's right. They just haven't practiced it. They haven't exactly.
1: had Exactly. And it shows you the limitations of, of studying grammar too, right? Mm-hmm. Like the limitations of grammar study and the limitations of memorization of, of vocabulary, you know, rote memorization of isolated word lists. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, this the, these students know the grammar. Like they, they know the grammar probably better mm-hmm. than I would say your average American understands english grammar yeah. you know um but but the problem is is like yeah why doesn't that translate to creative language it's because yeah there's like speed bumps in there like you're not it's it's not uh you know when you have to think about it if you have to think about it, it you're already too late it's already game over you mm-hmm. know and so th- I, I so I, I think you know what you're describing is is exactly what is the exact reason why we're here you know right why, why that, what that, purpose we serve.
0: But the the reason I, the reason I mentioned it to you guys is something that you can use is like, I think that's a pretty good example of, um, let me call like improvised teaching. It's not something I decided to do. It just kind of happened in the moment, like out of empathy. It was like, I want this group to understand what the hell it is. My goal is in this room. That's just a really easy way to show the group. And everybody's like nodding. They're like, oh yeah totally, totally. Okay. What happens? Then they're like, yeah, I understand this room is a place I have to produce. It's not a place where I get to sit in the back of the room with it, with a book, you know?
1: Right. You can't check out. Right. Right. Um, It's a good feeling. I mean, it does, it, it it makes you feel like uh, Robin Williams and you know, like the, Oh yeah. Get up on that (laughs) desk. Yeah. Standing on the desk. You know Um, I I, I'll uh, I've got one uh, uh, project that I'm doing with, with uh, two classes of mine. And, uh, you guys will probably get a kick out of this. Um, I, I'm asked, I asked them to make groups and they're going to make a podcast. And so, um, they, uh, their first, uh, assignment is due next week and they, in their groups, they have to choose a theme and then they have to go off and record a podcast. It's exactly what you were describing, Kevin, your assignment, except we're just calling it, they're recording it and we're calling it a podcast. Um, but it's a, a conversation, and so I think like there's just so many ways to you know get students to interact with each other, but they're not going to do it willingly, you know. You gotta. No, it's
2: uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I feel like like our job is to just kind of bring the fun and like safety, just make everybody feel like it's it's chill. I had a student come in yesterday. She completely misunderstood my syllabus, which, you know, maybe that's on me, it's all in English, mm-hmm. but she's 28 years old. Um, these are students that are like returning students or rather they have never, they've never gone to university. So they're working full-time. She commuted over an hour to come to campus. So she completely misunderstood the syllabus. She thought the whole class was online. So she emailed me on Friday and she's like, is this class face-to-face? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you've missed three weeks of it already. What, right, you know? right. I don't, you know, I I don't write like this because I, you know, you know, the students probably confused. You yeah. got to give the benefit of the doubt. Right. So I was like, just come to the next class and talk to me. She comes to the next class, thirty five minutes late. It's a two and a half hour class, right? Yeah. So thirty five minutes late. It's a lecture hall for seventy students with twenty five people in it. She sits near the back row. Like, think of how far away that is. Like, there's an entire there's space for an entire another class in between. Right. That's how far away, far away she is. And I'm in the middle of something when she comes in. So I just kind of wave at her. I'm like, Hey, you know, try to wave her forward. She doesn't move. And you can just see, you you know, like, you can see the the shyness in in this, this one, it's strong. She has no book with her. She's on her phone already. And I'm like, okay, I could get very upset here. Right. This is a student who's missed three weeks. Didn't read the damn syllabus shows up over a half hour late sits in the back row and pulls out their cell phone. Okay. Got a baseball cap down over her eyes. I'm like, all right. But I mean, there's a chance that this person is going to like, you know, toss the course and just be like, whatever. Okay. But maybe not. And let's find out. So I took the a direct break. I decided to change my, my schedule. I'm like, you know what? We're going to go into an activity right now, like a speaking game. And for this activity, guess what? I need a volunteer. The whole audience knows my rule, right? And I said, we got a friend in the back just walked in. The whole <laughs> room turned, right? And it's like, okay, now I, I feel satisfied. That's all the punishment I need to make right now. Now we're good, right? So my ego is satisfied. And I said, look, we're gonna take care of you today. Come on, come on. Everybody's smiling because they know the the relationship that's about to about to happen here right so this girl is like freaked out but everybody's smiling you know it's like you know well with masks but you get the idea it's like there's this positive vibe going that way and so she comes down i said okay come on onto the stage she's like what i said just come on it'll be okay it'll be okay i needed five volunteers so she was just one of and i'm like okay just wait you will understand okay i need four more please come on somebody we got to help her come on she can't be alone up here i need four more people boom four people run out right now she's part of a gang. And then I put them in a group. They're doing an activity together. She's got instant friends. looks like she's joined the class, you know? Yeah. Little stuff like this, like, it sounds like, Oh, it's a, uh, such a smart trick, but where do you learn stuff like that? It's just from oh, like, just sitting in the young teacher. That. Jack
1: would have just gotten pissed off and I exactly. would, have, and I, I would have just yelled at her, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like just don't even, don't even bother, you know, like it, it is, it's an age thing. It's a experience thing. It's a, um yeah empathy thing i I think all of those yeah yeah you handled that one
0: really well yeah yeah again not trying to brag here i was trying to demonstrate like the difference like what you were saying like the these are things that i didn't read how to do that in a book i didn't i didn't Mm -hmm. plan that moment i wasn't ready for it but like you just said if it was 10 years ago Mm -hmm. i would have been like no you're not in my class
1: yeah, I, I, I think I've, I've too many I, and this is probably way off topic, but yeah, I, I think I've, I've 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 reacted poorly enough times and found out later that actually there was a good reason that person was late or there's a good reason that person had missed the class and i had already acted so poorly and I felt yeah. and so I, I burned myself a few times. So that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just give that person, I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And because you can always get angry later, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you can't take it back if you if you act uh, react poorly. Oh
0: man, you. I wonder how true that is for me. Is that, that might be why, like, yeah, right? That's like, that's actually where the, like my behavior comes from. It's from like stepping in it too many times. Yep. Like, so that's re- re- a student, and then the student's like, totally legitimate excuse. And it's like, the student's like, but I have like stage four cancer. It's like, oh. my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I think we, I think every teacher has probably done, you know, people, are, this is a very teacher centric episode, but I think those out there that are, that are teaching, um, e- even the newbies uh, will, will, will get something out of this episode. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything uh, you want to add at the end here? Okay. Yep.
2: Uh, not really. Yeah, yeah. This, this is probably a
0: good runner-up to. Um, we're talking about like kind of like positive teaching experiences mostly today, and we have some episodes coming up interviewing teachers, right?
1: Yes, actually, we're going to be talking to uh, uh, three Hwagwan teachers, uh, three uh, former Hagwan teachers next week and uh, the following week. So uh, we've got some really uh, cool interviews coming up with uh, teachers. I, I like we like to do a mix here on the on the Soul Patch where you know sometimes it's just the three of us. And, uh, you know, when that gets a little bit too much of, of, uh, just the three of us, uh, it's good to throw a couple, you know, other people into the mix and, and learn about, uh, you know, other people's stories and backgrounds. So, uh, it's kind of fun. I, I think, uh, you know, we had a good time with, uh, uh, our nineties, uh, OG original gangster, uh, Chuck. And oh, so, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, that was a really fun uh, conversation. And, uh, so that episode just dropped uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, anyway, um, you guys know where to find us. Uh, you, you know, what we really need uh, from our listeners out there, if you want to help us out is give us a review, a rating on Apple in Apple podcast. That's really going to help us out. Um, if you want to know where you can find the show, you can go to our website, thesoulpatch.com, soulpatch.com. And uh, you can always contact us. You send us an email podcast at the And, uh, you know, if you want to see us and listen to us in the future, you can go to our YouTube channel. We're still building that up, but uh, slowly but surely, um, we're, we're, you know, uh, the the channel is is growing. And uh, I guess uh, if you, you know, have the uh, funds, I I know, Ryan, last week, you you mentioned they have to uh, hit that Patreon button. Uh, or else the requirement's uh, passed it's passed now, oh, now, now okay so okay so uh the, you, there's no obligation uh, anymore um yeah i removed it <laughs> we, we removed the obligation to hit the patreon button but if you want to uh, buy us a cup of coffee if you like what you do what we're doing here and uh, you want to contribute to the show and help us uh, uh, grow as a as a podcast then uh, you know hit that uh, Patreon button we would really appreciate it and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye bye. i like to
0: pay a respect
2: to the people that made me what I am today.
0: What I am today. Here. It's all my love. It's all my love. Dopamine. Jim all my love, The brain all my love, Hey, Bobby, let the faith go.
2: me a domino